Gucci gang, oh. I said yeah. right now, T-Nail. Lil' Pump, yeah. Gucci gang, oh. Oh, yeah. big, big head on the beat. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Well, boys, I mean, staying on the topic of, you know, who's going to go where and, you know, getting down to that crunch time with the season here um, and, you know, players finding homes. Um, let's look at a few more free agents. Um, let's look at Correa. Um, you know, where do you think he's going to go um, and when will he sign? Is re-signing an option? That's just what I think is going to happen. You think he's going to go back to Houston? Yeah. Well, from what I've uh, read, trying to research what happened, apparently re-signing or the Cubs are the two main points right now, as of right now. Yeah. And, I mean, I saw recently, too, the uh, last couple of days, the Cubs have been kind of pushing aggressively. And, I mean, you know, I follow Marcus Stroman on Twitter, and he's fucking hounding him like a dog. You know, we need you, we need you, we need you. I mean, I – Granted, I don't know if that's going to do anything, but, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, Correa in a Cubs uniform, um, you know, build a little franchise around them. I mean, tons of history with Wrigley and, I mean, you know, having a player like that and coming in and this day and age of baseball, building a team with the talent, you know, that's out there in the major leagues. I'm sure they could twist off a couple trades and build a contender. I mean, they got to fairly young coach and David Ross. And I mean, they just extended him all the way through 2024. I think it was. So, you know, he's there for a couple more years. So why not, you know, bring Cray in on a long-term deal and make that push. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I know he was linked to Detroit before they had this lockdown with, you know, um, Baez cause Baez went there. Right. Um, and they're good buddies, but yeah, I could see him going back to Houston. I don't know. But I think he's had his fair share in Houston, and I think he wants a little bit of a different scenery. Um, I mean, keeping it in the infield, you know, there's a lot of, you know, guys on the market. And I saw today that the Colorado Rockies are uh, pushing Chris Bryant. Um, so that's all true. That was kind of a shock to me. Um, you know, he was linked to the Mets, linked to the Phillies. I mean, you know, I heard Bryce Harper was pushing pretty hard. Um, you know, to get him to come to Philly. I think that, you know, I think Philly would be perfect for him. I mean, you got Real Muto, and then you got, you know, Nola, um, and then you got a, another couple good arms. Um, so, I mean, and Bryant, you know, he's such a versatile player, right? I mean, he can play third base. He can play, you know, the corner outfield, you know, maybe even a couple games in center if you need him. So, I mean, he'd be a good fit. I mean, he's also been linked to the Blue Jays. I'm sure you guys have heard. From my understanding and what I'm seeing and reading is that the Rockies are still somewhat of a rebuilding team. Uh -huh. why, why would Chris Bryant want to find himself there unless he's going to be, you know, the face of their franchise? See, I, th I think that's what it might be. He would be, plus some money. Yeah, that's, that, was, that was really my only two things is, you know, you go there, I mean, you know, you build around him. I don't know who would really want to go to Colorado, though, um, and play. But, I mean, the amount of money that they would probably, you know, give to him would be out of this world. Um, especially with Story, another guy, right, uh, on the market. You know, he was their shortstop. 
Yeah. Doesn't look like he's going to be going back there. He's been he's been linked to the Yankees, but they just went out and got a Gold Glover um, that's going to go play shortstop for them. So um, I don't see him going there. So I don't even know where he's going to go, to be honest. I don't know if you guys have seen anything, heard anything about Story. Awesome. Uh-huh. I'm seeing I'm seeing Schwarber's linked to the Jays. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did see that. I mean, do we need another outfielder though, man? Like, I know he can play first base as well, but I mean, look at how many outfielders we have. We got friggin' Grichik, we got Springer, we got Hernandez, we got Guriel. I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, well, I see flip one of them for another need. I mean, yeah, you could, but then again, you just went out and got, you know, another starter who's, you know, you're arguably going to be your guy. Um, yeah. I mean, they could always use another arm, maybe in the bullpen or something. Yeah, like I was going to say, yeah, if you can get a big upgrade in the bullpen, maybe. You see, you see, they bring, uh, they brought back uh, Joe Biagini. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he was, he was loving it. But, uh, yeah, um, I mean, I don't know, you know. The Jays are definitely going to make a move, I think. Um, I would have loved to see them get Bryant. But, I mean, let's let's go back to Freeman for a minute. You know, we were talking about him linked to the Jays. I mean, you guys think you could see that happening? And here's my question, really, too. You know, if they do sign him, what do you do with Guerrero? Where do you put him? That That's that's just what I was going to say. What, what do you do with him? Yeah. Because, um, yeah, like, I don't know. If you move him to DH, but – Who's our DH right now? It really fluctuates. I mean, it was Rowdy Telez, but then they traded him to Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it was Hernandez a little bit, but he was, you know, showing out in the outfield a little bit. Um, it was Grichik at times. It was, you know, great. It was kind of rotating through the outfield because they had so many outfielders. So yeah. they would just slot one of those guys in there. Um, but so do you, do you sign Freeman, move Vladdy to DH, and then move one of your outfielders for a bullpen arm? So here's, yeah, I, I, I think that's the right thing to do. And if you have the money to go out and get Freeman, go do it, man. Like, you know, he's going to love it playing with these young guys. He's going to, you know, add to that little bit of an extra kick that they're going to need in their offense and defense. So you sign him, he's your everyday first baseman. You know, you say Guerrero, you know, maybe even DH, right? There's the universal DH. So you're not losing, you know, his bat at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, because now you go over because that was a big well, thing. Well, that's to- really what you want him for is the bat. Like he's not yeah. bad defensively, but Freeman's definitely a better oh, yeah. defensive first baseman, right? And then but. you could also, the thing is, you know, he could be your primary DH, play him at first base every now and then, but you could also play him at third base. I mean, Guerrero said last year too, he's like, I want to, you know, get back to playing my true position in third base. I mean, I think right now Santiago Espinal is their third baseman. Um, so he's not bad. I mean, he's, you know, really good defensively, but his bat, you know, is kind of hit and miss. He's only been in the league a few years. So, you have Guerrero, it's that little bit of extra cushion um, when it comes to defense. Guerrero's always going to hit. So. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing. So, so you know, if yeah, if you sign Freeman, play him at first, 
Mm -hmm. Move Vladdy back to third. So yep. he's happy. Move, move that package at third baseman plus maybe an outfielder. Mm -hmm. So here's try and get a bullpen, like a bullpen upgrade. Yeah. Or you can even maybe. Depending even on bullpen. how much money they have left, like who knows. Or even go out and get, you know, another starter and then you keep Nate Pearson in the bullpen because, yeah. you know, that kid throws hard, man. Like he's touching well over 100. Um, you know, you can save his arm, have him and Jordan Romano as a kind of, you know, one two punch. Like one, yeah. You know, it's going to be real tough to, you know, yeah. beat him. But here's the thing it's like coming to the outfielder that you want to trade, who do you look at? Where's there more value? Is it Guriel? Or is it Grichik? Because those are the kind of the two guys. I mean, you know, it seems like the Jays are pretty, you know, stuck with Hernandez. Like, they like how his bat's been. Um, you know, obviously, Gurriel was a shortstop, moved to the outfield. So there's potential that he could be a better suit because he can play multiple positions. Um, but then Grichik's been in the league, and, you know, he, he did pretty well last year at the beginning, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. I think it's got to be one of those two guys. But then you look at it, you go get Freeman, what do you do with Schwarber if you want to bring him in? Well, is, is there going to be the money for both of them? Probably not. Yeah, I, also yeah, don't I, I would imagine they just get one or the other. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know what Schwarber wants. I don't know how many years. To be honest, I he's, don't even know. He's probably not coming in cheap. <laughs> no, which is, you know, surprising because – Spent most of his career with the Cubs, and then he went to the Red Sox last year, and he just tore it up. So that's why his value is so high, right? I mean, yeah. you, know, you go AL East division, you know, you get traded at the deadline, and you just tear it up, have a solid playoff. Now you're, now you're on the market. Anybody's really going to pay that money is kind of how it works, right? But yeah, I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, I want to see more moves, man. I want to see Freeman come off the board. Great. I want to see all those big names go. One yeah. more before we get into uh, the NFL. I know Bradley's going to talk about the NFL a little bit. Um, is Anthony Rizzo? I think he's kind of put to the side a little bit because of you know Freddie Freeman. Big names, so much, yeah. There's so much attraction around where he's going to go. But Anthony Rizzo is another you know big suitor. I mean, does he resign with the Yankees? I don't know. I don't even think the Yankees have a number one first baseman right now. Um, so that would be a good fit there. Um, does he go back to Chicago? He said that he's been open to going back to Chicago. Yeah. I don't know. Same with Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant said the same thing. He's like, you know, there's always, there's always that opportunity, you know, to go back where you started. So, I mean, hopefully it ramps up just like the uh, trade deadline. So it's going to be, you know, these next few weeks in sports are going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, well, especially this week because the NHL trade deadline's next Monday. Yeah. Right? Like, we're – it's 10.30 right now. So, really, we're six days away from it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it's like spring training's opening up and there's a bunch of big names on the board still in baseball that got assigned in the next couple of days and, you know, get get out on the field, right? Yeah, and that's, that's the thing, too. It's like games – I think games start next week. Yeah. It's so, like, you know, how, how long – It's, it's kind of crunch wait? time here. Right? And These guys, so – but, like, so 
kind of, I guess, wrapping this up, like, it's kind of nice to see that the Blue Jays are, are being aggressive and, and going out and get guys. Like, they have to really make a move, I think. Yeah. You know, this week and, and get a, another big name in there. But it's nice that these big name guys are entertaining them and um, actually willing to come to come here. And I think it's I think kind of a nice change over the last couple of years where we've been just kind of rebuilding and we've been training trading guys out and and uh, you know stockpiling prospects and and that and the young guys. So it's nice to uh, have that change where we're we're in on all the top guys and and guys are willing to come here. Yeah, and I think George Springer plays a huge factor into that, right? Like I think that kind of set the window for the Blue Jays in being able to bring big name guys in because, you know, think about it. They drafted Guerrero, they drafted Bichette and, you know, they drafted, um, well, Biggio, right. Mm -hmm. They've all been in the system and, you know, to have Springer come play with these young guys and show what they did. I think it's, you know, opening a lot of these guys, you know, like you said, big names to consider, at least consider Toronto. Uh, yeah. before, we, before we move on to the uh, NFL there, Bradley, uh, I just want to get your guys' opinion. I mean, you know, a lot has changed with the MLB and the rules as well, like no shift and stuff like that. But the big thing I want to talk about, and I kind of like it, you know, it was kind of like what we talked about with the overtime in the NFL. Um, you know, the all-star game, if it's tied after nine innings, they're going to, you know, transition it to a home run derby. I kind of want to, you know, weigh in on your guys' epi- um, <laughs> your guys. Uh, you know, opinion on this one. I think that'd be sick. I'm actually down for that, but would they have it as like a home run derby and then if it as well in the game? Or would it just be that? Like that's that's like in addition. Yeah, so I don't like I don't know the logistics of it and how it would work, but or like who would hit? Like does each hitter, you know, get like each person go through the rotation. Yeah. Like like I like the idea, you know, yeah, switch I, it up. I like the idea too. That sounds awesome. It's like it's like the three on three of the MLB, you know. Yeah. Like a sudden death overtime with the NHL and or like the All Star game and having a a derby for it, you know, that'd be sick. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. you know, for the av- like for the not like be- for the below average fan, baseball can get dragged out a little bit. Oh um, yeah. So you know, if it gets that deep in overtime for the All Star game, especially when you've got like more eyes and people starting to get into the game, what mm-hmm. a sweet, what a sweet way to you know pump up the crowd towards the end of the game. Yeah. James, what do you think? You like yeah. it? Or? Oh yeah, I like it. You know, it it's nice. Like for the All Star game, it's nice. Like I, it's kind of a novelty thing where you know you probably wouldn't do it in the regular season. No. Right, but um, it's nice. Like, well, the, the the home run derby gets the fans pumped up, just like the regular home run derby, right? Yeah. So, so to uh, to incorporate it somehow into the the actual game portion of the that weekend, um, you know, would be would be pretty cool, pretty pretty special, and um, yeah, I don't know, like, it's kind of it's. To me, that's kind of like the biggest thing, like just intensity. The the um, in sports, like the the pitcher versus versus the hitter, right? Yeah. Like it's just a one on one battle, which you don't get in, in sports. 
you know, in most other sports, right? Like, you know, hockey, basketball, you know, football, like all these other team sports, like there's everybody factors in, whereas in baseball, like a, it's just that pitcher versus catcher. It's one-on-one, you know, who's better. So um, it's kind of nice like a home run derby kind of showcases that, right? And I think it's the, it's, you know, it might be a little biased, but I think it's the most entertaining when it comes to all-star weekends because nothing about the all-star game changes. Like these guys are actually playing like, you know, they're, you know, pitchers aren't fucking around, you know, they're there to win because, you know, they're playing for home field advantage in the playoffs. And I mean, you can't really dick around in an all-star game in baseball. What are you going to, you know, slow pitch it and they're just going to crank it, right? It's going to turn into yeah. two home run derby. So to have the home run derby on the Friday and then have the all-star game, and then, you know, if it comes to a tie and you have the home run derby to close it out, it brings that excitement back into the, you know, game even more um, as to what, you know, the NHL, NBA, NFL aren't doing. Like the Pro Bowl and stuff, it's just a joke. But uh, leading into that, I mean, NFL, Pro Bowl, you know, football, Bradley. Let's take it away, brother. Great segue, Weir. Well done. <laughs> well, since our last recording. Give him an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio on the beat. A lot of moves have been, have been happening. There's some star players. I'm just going to rhyme them all off, and then you guys can make comments and shit. Yep. About it. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. Amari Cooper to Cleveland, Jarvis Landry hidden free agency, Khalil Mack to the Chargers, Wentz to Washington, Russ to Denver, and Locke Fant going to Seattle, a bunch of other pieces, Teddy Bridgewater to Miami, J.C. Jackson to the Chargers, Christian Kirk to the Jags, Kirk Cousins re-signing just for one year, Trubisky to the Steelers, and Joseph Day to the Chargers. That's all happened in the last 10 days. It's crazy. And I think the one that I want to jump on here first is Russell Wilson to Denver. And, I mean, I, I knew he wasn't going to finish his career in Seattle, you know, the last how the last couple of years have gone. Um, but, you know, Denver needed a quarterback. Everybody thought it was going to be Aaron Rodgers. Didn't end up being Aaron Rodgers. He's like, you know, I'm going to come back to the Packers. There was all that bullshit with his contract and whatnot. But for them to get – you know, Russell Wilson, who isn't a bad quarterback. A lot of people, because he's, you know, been off these last few years, have said, you know, he's not a good quarterback anymore, this and that. He's a good quarterback. And what brings me to this topic is someone else, and he's on your Rams, and he used to play for the Denver Broncos. Vaughn Miller. Mr. Vaughn. Is is there a possibility now that, you know, the Denver Broncos have a quarterback and, you know, they, they've got an all right team. They're not terrible, but does Vaughn Miller make a return to Denver now that Russell Wilson's there? What do you think? I think there's always that possibility, but I think he wants to stay with the Rams, but it's, it seems like a domino effect. Like um, McVay had to return and he is now yep. Aaron Donald has to return They're in contract talks now. Yep. And then Von Miller and then OBJ. Like they still got, they're still going through it. I think once the, once Donald, I know Don, last time I heard he was 50 50 about retirement, Aaron Donald. So if he re signs, I think everyone's coming back. If he doesn't, I, 
I wouldn't doubt if Vaughn went back. Yeah, and I mean, I'd like to see him go back to Denver because, I mean, I don't know how many more years he has left to play. I mean, football is not an easy sport to play when you're playing it at its fullest and, you know, especially the job that he has to do. Um, you know, you never know how long his career is going to be. But, you know, one other one I want to talk about, and, you know, it kind of links back to the Rams as well. Um, it might, you know, be a hot take. And I don't know if they can afford him. Um, I haven't really, you know, been following it much, and he just got released. But, you know, OBJ's his best friend, and the Rams just won a Super Bowl. If they do re-sign OBJ for, you know, a shorter amount, because he did say that he would take a pay cut to come back to the Rams. Obviously, he's got the torn ACL, so next season's probably a wash. But do you consider Jarvis Landry to go to the Rams? Is that a bad, you know, pickup? No, like that guy could go anywhere and instantly make an impact. I just don't think he's anywhere on the radar because I think they love the core they already have because before OBJ even came in, they liked their core with Robert Woods and then he got injured. So he kind of just replaced them. And now I think Robert Woods coming back and you got Coop, OBJ, Woods. It's, no, I think, they're fine where they are. I know uh, he's now linked to the Chiefs and the Saints, Landry, which would be incredible if he went to the Chiefs, just add on more fucking stars there. But Yeah, and I mean, you know, there's a lot of, you know, moves that have happened, obviously, you know, in the NFL, but one that hasn't happened yet. And I mean, you know, he's kind of been talked about around the league, you know, for, you know, his offensive play, but also his TikTok dances. <laughs> uh, I saw Juju Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> no, Juju, Juju. Juju Smith-Schuster is linked to the Eagles. I mean, that could be a good fit for them. I think, you know, I think they – him and, you know, Devontae Smith, I mean, they, they could be dangerous, dude. Yeah, uh, Smith is already a star. Juju just has a lot of baggage, I feel. I think if he just cuts all the bullshit, he's a great wide receiver, but he's a, he's a guy that's on social media and has the big presence where he posts one thing. If he gets crucified, then it affects the game. Yeah. I think, I think it's kind of, you know, like the OBJ effect, right? Like when he was with the giants, there was so much, you know, shit that went on and, you know, he had so much baggage with them and then he went to Cleveland and it blew up again. But then he went to the Rams and, you know, he kind of mellowed himself out. And he's like, you know what? I think I got to bring my career back. And he kind of, you know, showed what he can really do and what he's there to do. Um, Just to go back to Russ, how do you like the package going the other way to Seattle? I think they both won the trade, yeah. essentially. I like Russ, I two, years, two years ago, for the first half of the year, Russ was the MVP favorite. And then he yeah. dropped off. Last year, he was horrible. Yep. But um, who the fuck is it? Tyler Lockett missed a lot of time. Chris yeah. Carson missed a lot of time. He was missing pretty much anyone but DK Metcalf was injured yeah. on offense. And that uh, their defense has been fucking horrible the last four years anyways. So it wasn't really his fault. Last year, he was kind of shit. But hmm. it's still Russell Wilson. Like He's allowed to have a drop-off. But, I mean, Drew Locke, I, don't, I like Drew Locke. He's a guy that throws like 25 and 25, which 
you need your defense to bail you out a couple games, but yeah, still good. And then no fan. I just don't know if they're going to run two tight ends because I know Gerald Everett's there, who's decent. So I don't know what they're going to do with that, but I, I like no fan too. That's a good trade for both, I think. Yeah, I yeah, like you said, I don't think anybody lost that trade. Um, and Seattle got a decent, you know, quarterback. And a bunch of picks as well. Yeah, so. Right, yeah. so I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that, and. I'm interested to see how he does under Pete Carroll. You know, he's, you know, a great coach. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if, you know, he lets him run away with his career or not. Um, I mean, there's so many moves and so many moves that are still. To be the I know there's still like <laughs> six teams at least looking for QB. Jimmy G is got to be next on the list. Yeah. Like, especially with Teddy Bridgewater doesn't want to be a starter. Going to my end backup tool. He wants the backup tool, I guess. I don't understand why he wouldn't want to be a starter, but okay. Kirk Cousins re-signing for a one year. So he's this is it. If he doesn't do good, see ya. But did you see how much they're paying him? Isn't it like five mil? For the one year? Yeah, I thought so. No, I think it's something crazy. Is it? I could I could be wrong though. All right, look that up. And then Trubisky to the Steelers. So I guess he's starting there, which good luck. Guy is absolute dog water. It is what it is. So still, and Wentz to Washington. Like there's still a lot of QB moves already and still a lot more to come. I mean, Kirk, it was Kirk Cousins one year, $35 million. Yeah. Like that's, that's crazy. I mean, you know, lots of quarterback moves, and my fucking Giants haven't done nothing. We need – Buddy, we need, Danny Dimes is the future. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Keynes, what do you think about Garoppolo? Where do you think he's going to go? Um, I don't know. Like, they're – I don't know. Like, they got to move him soon. Um, you know, the Colts are still kind of hanging around there. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one. Carolina needs one. Houston needs one. Like there, there's, there's enough, there's enough, like possible teams for him to go to that I think there's still a market for him. And I think the 49ers. So the last I read, they want to move him before free agency starts, so that they have that money opened up, so they can, you know, make some improvements to their to their roster. Like they need a corner, um, they need some other stuff like that, but. They're the the last I read too. Their their price for Garoppolo was two second round picks. Wow, that's not overly steep. No. This isn't overly steep, but it's not cheap either. No, yeah. especially for you know, as a 49ers fan, like man, watching Garoppolo in the playoffs is you're ready to tear your hair out. Like it, it's like watching Peter Morazic in the regular season. <laughs> yeah, fucking <laughs> off. <laughs> it's rough. Like he'll get you to the playoffs, but when he's in there, it's mm, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, announcers love him though. Guy makes seven throws a game, and every throw is the best throw they've ever seen. Seriously, ever. Yeah. And, well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm ready for Trey Lance to come in though. Like I think, you know, he he's he showed he showed good in the couple games he got into last year, and then. Um, just looking at some of the video they've released from from you know practices and training camps and stuff, 
in the last couple of weeks, like Trey Lance looks pretty good. So yeah. Oh yeah, the kid can throw. That's he something can, they haven't had for a while. Well, he can he Jimmy can throw and he can ball. he can throw and he can move. For sure. Yeah, he's like good he's on a him. he's a mobile guy. He's a big guy. He can he can run the ball if he has to. He can, you know, extend plays. Like if the pockets collapse and he he finds a way to get out there and mm-hmm. make something. You know, make chicken salad, chicken shit. Like if you're <laughs> if you're like Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, you're like, please put him in. Like, yeah, they're fucking fast as hell. They can beat any corner. Yeah, but D- the the game plan last year was just give it to Debo and he'll do the rest. <laughs> and I mean, before, before yeah. we move on here, um, I just want to talk about one quarterback. And there was so much shit talked about him and all the scandal and stuff. Deshaun Watson, man, like he's going somewhere. Houston, you know, Houston's open to sending him. So I think he's talking. I think I saw today within the week he's talking to Carolina. He's talking to the Saints. And I think there was one more team. I can't remember. But I mean, they all need quarterbacks. What uh Yeah, I wouldn't doubt if they did kind of like a swap with Carolina, like Deshaun goes there and Cam Newton goes to Houston. Yeah, Cam Newton, man. I think I don't know about that guy. No, I've been said he's like one of the most overrated quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, he he had his time, and I think. But he invented the dab. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I take all what I say back then. <laughs> I thought Seggs fell asleep there for a minute. <laughs> but yeah. I think he's playing next year. He's got it. All the charges are dropped and shit. Guy's a free man. Yeah, it's so interesting. I mean, um, and then to close it out here, Bradley, we want to uh, touch on the comeback of Tom Brady. Yeah, just want to say one thing. The Chargers, with their three defensive signings, are going to be fucking unreal next year. Yeah. Mac and, Jackson and, and, and Joseph Day. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the return. The Tom Brady goat is back again. I think Ronaldo said something to him. Guy was hanging out with him the day before. So. Had to have, dude. Had to have. He was at the game, and then what? It was like the next day or two. He's like, yeah. Yeah, "My body's not ready to retire." Yeah. The thing is, I don't mind the return. I just don't because he's playing so good. Like I think he was second in MVP voting last year. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it when you retire then unretire. Like just yeah, it's like the soap, the soap opera of it. Yeah, it's so dumb. Yeah. So, question: So you got to think that, like, if if he's coming back to Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. that they've kind of laid out a plan for him to say, like, this is what we're doing. So I think that, like, do you guys think that he's like they're gonna make a lot of big moves here? No, they're, they're I don't. Essentially. They're, they're, they made no moves so far. Their team's essentially the same. They just re-signed their center. That's all I've seen. Gronk's yeah, probably no, returning no, but, there. No, but what I'm saying is is for them to convince Brady to come back, oh. do you think they've said, like, we're pushing all the chips in this year? Like, I don't think it was a... on the Buccaneers' move. I think Brady was like, I want to come back. They're like, yep. Yeah, I think, I think they were ready to move on, but what pisses me off about this, and, you know, like you guys were saying, was, you know, if you retire, you retire. Like, go off, ride into the sunset, pick your kids up from school, you know, be a dad. Go, you know, go do that shit. But 
talking about Gronk, I was pumped because I knew, like, I was so confident this was going to happen that Gronk was going to go play in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow next year. And, you know, I was, I was waiting for that. I was like waiting for him to sign, you know, go play with him, young quarterback, you know, history of Gronk and, you know, just see that happen. See something different. See Gronk with a different quarterback. You know what I mean? And, you know, see what can be done. And then Tom Brady comes out and is like, ah, just joking guys. I'm back. So now, you know, Gronk's going to go back to Tampa. Yeah. But imagine he doesn't. Imagine Brady comes back and Gronk, <laughs> Gronk is like, no, I'm still going to go play with Burrow. That'd be sick. You imagine they, the the Vegas has already moved Tampa to the second favorite to win the Super Bowl again. It's crazy. I saw some weird stat. Uh, someone on Instagram posted it, like TSM or something, or the score, and it was like over Tom Brady's years, he's lost in the playoffs, won a Super Bowl, lost. It's like been back and forth, and then you know he won a Super Bowl. Obviously, lost in the playoffs last year. So now they're saying, does he come back? Does he win another Super Bowl? Do you know who the biggest loser out of this whole situation is? Who? The guy who paid $500,000 at the auction for Brady's last touchdown football. Did you see when he paid for it, though? Like the The day day before, wasn't it? Yeah, the day before. Dude, I I would be raging. Here's the thing, though. You got to think someone that has the money to throw half a mil at a football probably doesn't really care. Like, I would hope mm. at least that they have the money that, the, you know, it's a football. Imagine. Like, Imagine. like, I spend my life savings on this. Yeah, like, go buy his rookie moment. card or something. Like, yeah. there's so many better investments than a Double football. Double down the mortgage on the house for that. <laughs> yeah, like, close your eyes and pick one. You can find a better investment than that. Where is he? You see what Jalen Ramsey tweeted? No. He was like, he added Tom Brady. He's like, good, throw your last touchdown on someone else. Because he threw it to Mike Evans when Mike Evans blew by Ramsey. Dude, I like, do you think so? That guy that bought that last touchdown ball, you think he's going to try and sell that? Or is he? He can't, dude. That that, that, that 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 value. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the retirement part one football. So (laughs) maybe he'll get 250 for it. Or do you do you hold on to it? Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl this year. Buy the other you, one. Yeah, I was just about to say maybe he holds <laughs> sell on to it. Sell it as a both. Sell it as a package. And then package them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing, dude! I don't know. Fuck. It'll yeah. be interesting to see. I'm just I'm just so glad that everything's rolling. Hockey, baseball, fucking golf's going. Man, our next episode's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a couple I mean, days for a trade deadline, a bunch of MLB signings going to happen, and then... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, on that, on that note, uh, if you tuned into this episode or you're going to tune in, I mean, you're in for a long one, but you're in for a doozy. Um, I mean, boys, it's always a pleasure sitting here shooting the shit with you. Um, and, I mean, I look forward to the next one. I mean, it's going to be even, even more eventful and... Like Kane said, you know, there's going to be tons more signings to talk about and, you know, lots of trades around the NHL. So make sure you guys tune in and uh, don't forget to keep track on our social medias of our, um, what's it called? Drawing a blank here. It's been so long, getting tired. Uh, Our uh, March Madness predictions. Uh, It's time for me to get tucked in. 
Uh, you boys enjoy the rest of your night, and till then, see you later. Gucci gang, oh, that's it right now, Tina. yeah. Gucci gang, oh, yeah. Big head on the beat. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang.